BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Buffalo, but everybody else in between throwing it down. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. So we welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. We've got a lot of stuff to break down uh, tonight. We've got a full house on the program, although not as full as uh, we have been in the past. But you know how we roll. Tony Finn will step up and in. Area 51, Las Vegas, Nevada, where the Grand Prix Formula 1 will be going in uh, mid-November. The anticipation is building. The construction continues on the Strip. This is a massive undertaking uh, that Formula One is putting together on the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I was starting to do the math a little bit as far as, like, the ticket sales. Like, it's been it's been official. Like, it's capped off at 105,000 people a night. So in other words, they're gonna you know they're gonna sell three hundred and fifteen thousand tickets. Although like you, know, you get a three day pass and there's different levels and tiers to it. Like just from ticket sales alone, they're bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, you know, like a lot. Like you know, like if you do the math, and not to mention like a lot of these suites and stuff, they're charging two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So. Like, the number, you know what I mean? The, the number is just insane. Like, the amount of money, like, that is going to be generated through this race and stuff. Absolute craziness. So, yeah, Tony Finn steps up and in straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we've got Steve Merrill kicking it with us uh, tonight. Steve Merrill with a Friday Night Freak Show uh, appearance. Brent Beard kicks it with us from Jacksonville, Florida. We talk football uh, with Brent Beard. Let's start off on a diamond uh, right now. Like diamonds. Like diamonds. Uh, like uh, Rihanna, the Cincinnati Reds are hot. Or there, there's a promo. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Can you believe the Reds came into tonight? Winners of 11 straight baseball games. One of their longest streaks in their franchise history. And the Reds have been playing baseball for a hell of a long time, all right? And they're down 5 nothing in the game. And I, I bet on the Reds tonight at plus 135. But when they were down 5 nothing, I even said they're probably going to come back. And how magical is going to be when they come back tonight. And it's easy for me to say now, but it actually crossed my mind that they were going to score 11 runs, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I could have, should have, would have, didn't. But, hey, it is what it is. Anyways, we cash a ticket with the Reds. Uh, Dilla Cruz hits for the cycle. This guy's unbelievable. He's uh, rewriting the um, the record books. And so are the Cincinnati Reds, actually. It's getting pretty special right now. So, uh, Dilla Cruz, the first player in World Series uh, in the World Series era, which is uh, 1903, the modern game, so to speak. 1903, to record 20 hits, five stolen bases, and three home runs in his first 15 games. I'm not great at math. I'm all right. But how many players have played big league baseball since uh, 1903? Right? To become the first player to do something since 1903, especially offensively, is super crazy impressive. 
20 hits, five stolen bases, and three home runs in his first career of 15 games. And oh yeah, he hit for the cycle. The late night anger management class, this is Portridge. I am Gabe Morenzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers. The people that bust them and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The only thing hotter than Jennifer and Bailey, WKRP in Cincinnati, are the Cincinnati Reds. As it's almost like the old days again. Sparky Anderson, welcome to Sparky's bullpen. Let's do this thing. Cincinnati Reds have now won 12 consecutive baseball games. They beat the Atlanta Braves uh, tonight. They were underdogs. Despite the fact they were on an 11-game win streak, a lot of crazy stuff going on on the diamond uh, this evening. Major League uh, Baseball, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani hit back-to-back -back home runs for their uh, night time tonight, uh, tying Trout and Albert Pujols for the most uh, by um, a duo in Angels history. But, but Elias Diaz, the first Rockies player to hit a go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning or later since Charlie Blackman's walk-off grand slam September the 11th, 2020, also at home versus the Angels because, of course, I had a same-game parlay with Otani over one and a half total bases in the Angels to win the game. So, of course, why wouldn't I get screwed over by something that happens like once every hundred years or something that the Colorado Rockies hit a grand slam to beat you? It's a cold-ass world. We're just living in it. Man, the Major League Baseball season, say what you will about it, right? They don't promote it very well. Did you know they're, they're going to England this weekend? Say what? Oh, who, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Major League Baseball, they're playing in England this weekend. I don't really have a problem with these international games. England seems like a strange choice. They already have cricket there, all right? <laughs> they already have cricket. You know, the, the NFL is one thing, but, like, baseball, like, why don't you, if you, like, seriously, but we all know the answer to this, but, like, uh, like if you're a baseball, okay, let's, can, let's, let's, let's um, rationalize this and say that basically 50% of our league is from the Dominican Republic. Why don't we go to the Dominican Republic and play a, a, a series? Wow, you know, I don't know if the GM and the, the execs want to stay at the hotel there, you know. I don't know. Why don't you go to Japan and play a couple of games? Venezuela. Why don't you go to a country where they actually like baseball and have players? How many British players are playing Major League Baseball? The Late Night Anchor Match, Rick Class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Late Night Anger Match for Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. 
It's the Friday Night Free Show. Let's do this thing. 3-2 Los Angeles Dodgers right now. Bottom of the eighth inning. There's two out. Dodgers are up. Bottom of eight against the Houston Astros. Some people wanted to do the old fake outrage stuff about the cheating stuff. I know Bill Plasky had an article uh, about, you know, the whole it's an outrage and they stole the World Series and all this. Yeah, whatever. You're going to find a bigger Dodger fan than I am. How many times have you guys heard me cry about this over the years? Like, honestly. Like, like, it's one thing. Put it this way. If, if you, you know what I mean, you're a victim in something, okay. But if you're victimized, like, willingly and stupidity-wise, there's another thing. I like, like, when people are like, oh, they were banging on cans. Whatever, dude. Like, well, you, how stupid would you have had to been not to hear it? Right? The White Sox knew. There was a dude on the White Sox, like, in the midseason or whatever, and he told them something about, hey, you stupid garbage can, and he told them to go F themselves. <laughs> and some guys on the Astros that weren't down with it, that were worried they were going to get caught all the time and, like, tarnish them that weren't down with it, said, you stupid idiots, the White Sox know, like, the pitcher knows. He even said that he said he knew, right? And the, the Astros destroyed all the evidence and stuff, <laughs> except the White Sox never complained about it, right? You're going to complain about it if you're cheating, too. Like, don't tell me the Dodgers aren't, like, come on, right? I remember I was doing the show with Joe Ranieri at the time, the morning show in New York City, and we uh, Joe played baseball at Oklahoma State. Joe was a big-time ball player in Long Island and stuff, and um, and Joe was like, it's a non-story, this whole, like, thing. Like, you know, the buzzer and all that. Come on, like, do you know what I mean? Whatever. It's a big series just because it's a big series. And the Astros winning the World Series again, whatever, should should shut people up, to be honest. I wanted to get to something. We're going to get to a lot of baseball talk tonight. we got something for everybody on the show. UFC on ABC5. Uh, shout out to our boy Max, actually, big motorsport fan. Well, he's like, hey, don't forget. I always put and more. I was going to put NASCAR and more. <laughs> and more. But... All the talk this week was about the um, those five idiots that plunged uh, plunged twelve thousand five hundred uh, feet below the sea and uh, and imploded literally and figuratively. And I saw this earlier in the day today, and I don't know if you guys saw the video. I could retweet it and stuff, but the crew of the Ocean Races team. Uh, endured several heart-stopping moments on their approach to the Strait of Gibraltar on Thursday when their boat came under attack from a pod of orcas. Video footage shows the orcas, also known as killer whales, circling the Dutch yacht before accelerating, ramming it, and trying to bite its rudder rudders off. <laughs> the crew banged on the hull in the ship to attempt to drive off the orcas. It was a scary moment. The orcas came straight at us and started hitting the rudders. Impresses to see the orcas, beautiful animals, but also a dangerous moment for us as a team. All right, here's, a, here's the lesson of the story. Stay the hell out of the water. All right? Stay the hell out of the water. <laughs> Unless you're a fisherman, and your family's been doing it for thousands of years, something like that. But as I stated, I never, you know, to me, it's like, whatever, dude. You're in the middle of the ocean doing some stupid boat race. Don't don't be surprised if you pissed off a bunch of killer whales and you you got in their way. You know what I mean? Does it make me a bad person, Matthias, if I'm like the type of person that cheers for the whale? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just you know, the oceans, the, the world's pretty big. Like they, we have a lot of space. Like it seems to me we're invading their space. So it's like, all right, you want to get into the sea in a Coors Light tin can submarine? Go ahead in a beer can and do it. But don't be surprised if that beer can explodes under the pressure. <laughs> right? And, all right, you want to have a boat race in the middle of the Strait of Gibraltar? Don't be surprised if a pot of killer whales attacks your boat. I feel nothing, Matthias. Some people uh, like were like, oh, my God, these poor boaters. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, don't mess with the sea. That's the moral of the story. That's our first best bet of the night. Don't mess with the sea doesn't lose, man. You know, sea, like, the, how many how many humans have beaten the sea? You might steal their fish and stuff, but that's why they hate you. <laughs> that's, why, that's why the sea will get you in the end. The sea, the sea, the sea. The sea was angry, my friends. Like an old man sending cold soup back in the deli. You gotta respect the ocean, Gabe. 
You too do. Too much disrespect. Too much disrespect. Stay out of days. it. Yeah, stay out of it. That's the. Like, yeah, walk along the beach, do your little thing there. You know, go for a little swimming. You know what I mean? You notice, Matthias? Like you said, nothing bad happens. Like if you go like way out there, you know what I mean? It's like the the submarine stuff. Yeah, they're 370 miles off the coast of Canada. Gee, good luck with that. Like, <laughs> go out 370 miles in the middle of nowhere in the ocean, Matthias, and and then people are surprised. Oh, you know what? We lost our communications. Communications? My cell phone didn't work in an F1 race. You think you're your damn thing? Oh, we lost our communications 8,000 feet below sea level. Morons. Morons. I hate to, to admit this actually publicly right now. But what's her name? The Lauren Bobbert? <laughs> what's her name? You know, the crazy looking chick there, you know? Um. Not a fan, but I saw that she was basically saying, because she's like ruthless, this girl, and has no emotions. So she's like basically saying that the, the, the people like should, you know, refund the, re the U.S. and Canadian Coast Guard for their efforts for this. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? She's not wrong on that one. I'm like, you know, that's the first time I think I've agreed with you. Like, I don't think you're wrong on that. Sympathy. I was on a boat tour once, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of sharks started uh, um, the same thing. They didn't attack us. They weren't big enough to like sort of, but they were pretty big. They were like nine feet type thing. It was like a shark shark type thing, and I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> like I'm a big fan of uh, sea life and sharks and stuff. Dodgers win. I swear to God, Matthias, that was like the fastest inning ever. Weren't the Dodgers just batting like 30 seconds ago? <laughs> I got look. It's up. over. It's over. We I won, know, baby. So, yeah. On to the next. Yeah, all that talk. That Dodgers bullpen holding holding strong, baby. 3-2 final. Good, good job, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, starting pitcher. Let's right, see. So yeah, Tony Finn. Tony Finn's going to step up and then, and, uh, and kick it with us. And, oh, yeah, by the way. Um, so yeah, we veered away from sports as much as we will. But just by the way, there's a uh, military coup going on in Russia right now. <laughs> just oh, yeah, just don't want to alarm you. <laughs> but yeah, by the way, right? Like people, I noticed that on Twitter all week. Like people will get so mad. Like like a good example. I wanted another thing I want to get to. Uh, Malika Andrews. This girl, man, she gets picked on more than like Andy Dick. All right. Like, you know, like anything that Malika says or anything she does or questions, like people don't like her questions. They just don't like her. All right. So this goes back to like the Rachel Nichols thing and stuff. But like there's actually some sort of like people think that she was out of line for bringing up when Brandon Miller got drafted that, you know, he was part of a murder investigation. And they're like, oh, how, do, how dare you ruin a man's life and stuff. And even like there's others like. It's like people are actually madder at John Morant for waving a plastic gun in a car like a moron or waving a gun around in a strip club, didn't shoot anybody, whatever, than they are like somehow about this Miller kid, right? You know, the media is weird. Social media is weird. Uh, you know, the basketball, that ba I love basketball. And the gossip and all this crap can be fun, but it's also twisted and toxic. And uh, and and just it's, it's just so over the top, but supposedly there's more trades coming. And in fact, your boy Matty is Paul George. There has been Paul George rumors, but they're continuing right now. Like people don't like don't think guys because the uh, the draft is done that the deal is done. When did the Raptors get Kawhi Leonard? Right in the middle of the summer type of deal. I think there's more blockbusters to come. Tony Finn's going to step up and in. Let's talk Cincinnati Red Baseball and more. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. This is Portrait. I am Gable Bransy. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. So the Dodgers have just beaten the Astros. 3-2 is the final score at Chavez Ravine. And we told you guys we expect the Dodgers to go on a little bit of a run right now. The Dodgers have been a streaky team. They're a good team. Um, Now they're back home. This is one of the tougher series that they had. Their schedule's been kind of difficult, the Dodgers. No excuses. Everybody's schedule's kind of tough this year in baseball. I, that's the one thing I'll give credit to. I like this new schedule where everybody plays everybody. Um, but if you look at the Dodgers' schedule that's coming up, I think this is where they go on a little bit of a run here, and we'll see if Arizona cools off. What team that has not cooled off yet? The Cincinnati Reds. Let's bring in Mr. Tony Finn uh, right now that's seen the the heyday. And I'll ask you, Tony, actually. Wager talk. Great to have you, Tony. Um, thank you for the message when I was uh, traumatized on the road. I was too traumatized to get back to you, but I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, what, what smart-ass uh, remark did I make? Oh, no, no, it was all good. You were asking me if okay, I was, if everything was all right when I was stuck in an airport. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I, I read a little bit of your uh, some of the rage that was coming through and uh, some of the, you know, you needed, you needed somebody to, some, something to bounce off somebody. So, you know, I, I was okay, I actually. I, I sort yeah. of, I rolled with it pretty good, to be honest. But honestly, let I me ask did. you, the sure. um, Cincinnati Reds, the big red machine. Yeah. yeah. For me, look, I was born in 70 and stuff. I know there was some good, you know, like, we were not, we're not going to get into the, the murderers row Yankees or the, you know, that stuff. The boys of summer and the Dodgers, okay, the Brooklyn, good teams, obviously. But um, so the A's were really good when I was a kid, kid, kid. But I was a little young for that. But I, that's when I started watching baseball, like that World Series that, um, with the, with the Reds and uh, and uh, the the Red Sox, which still to this day is probably one of the most classic World Series is. And so I guess what I'm getting at, do you believe that that big red machine team was the best baseball team ever? Well, it's fun, you know, you were saying you're, you kind of painted a picture for us that you were young. Um, the first time, Gabe, that I ever skipped school, I was, uh, was in junior high, middle school, whatever you want to call it, depending on what, you know, what demographic, what region you're from, what you call it. But uh, um, we skipped, I skipped school wide to watch uh, the World Series, to watch the Red. They played the World Series games then in the days, in the daytime, no night. World Series games, you know, and uh, the Big Red Machine was, was an amazing, amazing, amazing team, the greatest of all time. I, you know, maybe the maybe the best in my life. It's subjective. I mean, I'm no, I, yeah, it is, you know, because it, it honestly, subjective. did they have the deepest rotation? Maybe not. That's when you get into okay with the ace and all right, Tom Seaver. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, sure, I'm just stating like for for the sense because a lot of younger people think the Reds have always sucked, right? And or yeah. like, but that Reds team, like one of the, like you said, it's debatable. You get into the the um, you get into the the debate of best teams ever and stuff. But they are one of the best teams ever. No, no, no nobody is going to uh, no nobody can dispute that. Nobody, I agree. No, listen, uh, it's funny. 
if you that may be for guys my age, uh, you know, in my uh, early twenties, uh, you can still name. Uh, that's a lineup that's almost ingrained. Uh, Johnny Bench, Tony Perez, Joe Morgan, David Concepcion, Pete Rose, uh, Pete, Pete Rose, Ken Griffey. Geronimo. Cesar Geronimo is the one that I have, I've always paused on. I'm like, and Cesar Geronimo. <laughs> so it's for me. <laughs> I mean, that, listen, that's the great Well, Tony, age. tonight, actually, because it's, yeah. it's honestly, because I hosted baseball. I did my MLB and stuff, but some people were surprised. I was like, boom, someone asked me starting that, and I banged it off like that. I was like, come on, right. man, Perez. I was like, Perez, Morgan, Concepcion, Rose, Griffey, Foster, Geronimo. Charney bench, but I'm just saying, if you look, if you look at that Reds team, at each yep. position, it's hard to argue like they don't have a mug. Like Johnny Bench, hey, hey, I'm a Gary Carter guy, but Johnny Bench is amongst the best of all time, right? I mean, there's no dispute. Thurman Munson guy. I'm a Thurman Munson. Well, Thurman Munson. So, may rest in yeah. peace. Yeah, yeah, he was great too. May rest in peace. Wow. But Johnny Bench is the benchmark part in the pun. Right, I mean, no one. If if someone said Johnny Bench the best catcher ever, no one's gonna argue with you. Like, no. you know, but but not, anyways, not, not, not well, not very well. At least. No, no, like it's exactly <laughs> like or it'll be a long argument. Exactly like yeah. um, Joe Morgan amongst the best second baseman of all time. No one could dispute that. Pete yeah. Rose is amongst the best baseball players of all time. No one could dispute that. Yeah. They had that power that was rare. No, for people tuning in now, and, and Tony knows this. It was rare, bro, that people hit 50 home runs in those days, man. Remember, I was like, Wait, oh, my what? God, man, George Foster's scary, man. Like, remember, I was a kid. I was like, that guy's scary. Jim Rice on the Red Sox. Like, that, those guys had power, bro. Yeah. George, listen, George Brett is in the Hall of Fame because he was a uh, one of the best pure hitters in baseball. Yeah. And he hit 20 home runs. 20 home runs is a big home run season. For George Brett. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. you know, 35, 40 was big in those days. Like, so, but yeah, they damn good baseball team. So there's the little history lesson. Of course, Tom Seaver's a great pitcher. Sparky Anderson uh, was we the manager. Uh, yeah, the mentioned George Foster. George Foster. That's oh, what that I said. Great? I mentioned him. I yeah. just said George Foster. Oh, did you? I didn't hear. I, I, I said George Foster hitting 50 home runs. Okay. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, way, said I'm way behind you. I'm way behind you. So, but I'm here. <laughs> I just said that. Okay. <laughs> so, not all, not even that team, Tony, has won 12 games in a row. That's what I can't believe. The Reds, if the Reds win tomorrow, they're going to tie the all-time franchise record, bro, from like 1939, Tony. Yeah. Hey, and this comes to mind, too. I'm still behind you, but this is a that grade eight that you and I just rattled off. I remember it was, uh, I think it was during the 75 and 76 seasons. Um, yeah. They, they That's the one, Tony. Like Carlton Fist. That's like one of my first yeah. memories. You remember Carlton wow. Fist pushing the ball in yeah. the air. Stay fair. Stay wow. fair. Remember, like, pushing it? Oh, good stuff. Good stuff, man. That that Bucky Dent. That, that's, oh, yeah. That's that's Bucky Dent over the monster. That's wow. exactly Wow. You know, I got goosebumps now, and I'm not a Red Sox or Yankee fan, but I got goosebumps now. I remember watching that as a kid when it happened on yep. WVNY TV. It's one of these weird deals. I remember the call letters, bro. WVNY TV, Burlington, Vermont. On a little black and white TV, Tony, you know, remember the old channel, you, and then you put it on you, and then you move around things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. That's when we had three channels. I was watching in black and white. Yeah, so I hate to admit it. I'm old enough that I watched Bucky Dance home run in black and white when they beat the Red Sox. It was black and white yeah. TV. <laughs> uh, you know, Gabe, one of the things that gets that's lost in all this, uh, we talk about that. And we can we can talk about this passionately and, and as you just described, getting goosebumps, is because we did only have three channels. And, and I grew up with a transistor radio in my ear in bed yeah. listening to listening to baseball when I was supposed to be asleep. Uh, because, exactly, me too. Uh, that and, and everything was so red. It was, it was so bright, and so shiny when it was when it was big like that. Because that's all there was. You know, that's all we'd hear about. Wasn't it was amazing, though, that Tony? Was, how many games that? you would really get? Like I remember, even as a teenager, like in the '80s, and I was a, like a little degenerate better and stuff. That's why I do it here. I'm now. <laughs> I mean, like I remember even then. 
Tony, I'd have like an AM radio then, bro, like pre-internet days and stuff, and you know, and the satellite dishes and barred barely, but like basically, it was crazy, guys. I'd bet on all the games like you do nowadays still, but yep. I just sort of go on my radio, Tony, and just sort of switch it a bit, turn it an angle. I'm like, oh look, I just got the DePaul basketball game, That's right. and then just switch oh, yeah. it a little DePaul bit more. I'm like, oh no, I got the Houston, I got the Houston cool, I got the Houston Rocket game now, guys. See you know what I mean? I'm like, right. switch yeah. it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, I got the Braves game, dude. It was amazing, wasn't it, Tony? The power of those AM radio stations in those days. That was a staple. Uh, the Houston in Chicago and DePaul and such was. Uh, we could always pick up WGN in Chicago on that AM radio always, you know, and we were uh, those 50,000 watt stations like we're on now with the, the mightier 1090 yeah. 50, those 50,000 watts, dude, that station out of San Diego, bro, can be heard in Vancouver, Canada, bro. It's that powerful. Amazing. Amazing. And, and really, um, I also come from, again, since I'm already in my late twenties, I was in my early twenties just a few minutes ago, but now I'm in my late twenties. And that is that, I used to drive from Kansas City up to Montreal, up to Plattsburgh, New York, okay? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. WPDZ. <laughs> yeah, my first wife was from there, and my, we, were, we were divorced, and my son lived there. And on the way, 24-hour drive, I would straight through with, uh, you know, back then you could buy so many things at the truck stop, and <laughs> you can't do this, and we'd make that 24-hour drive. And uh, and what did I do? We didn't have saddle. We didn't have XM. Serious XM. No, no, you get all the baseball games. I would games, pick yeah. up minor league baseball, minor league baseball the whole way at night, you know, and that was my, that was what I, I enjoyed that as much as. Uh, Me too. I grew up like that, Tony. And then I listened to Larry right. King after. Larry King and then Art yeah. Bell. <laughs> like overnight. Oh, like, oh, Art Bell. Yeah, For Larry starting. King show. And then now it's a little weirder after. Let's see what Art Bell's talking oh. about tonight with the aliens and stuff. You yeah, know? Talking about Area 51. Yeah, 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 yeah. George right. Norrie and Art Bell. He was ahead. Like, you know, all these new guys are like, like, he wasn't a conspiracy theorist. He was just more interested in things, right? Like, yes. But yes, fun, yes. good show. Great host. The Art Bell show. I enjoyed it. Um, so this red team, no, I was on him tonight, Tony, uh, plus 135. Do we go back tomorrow at plus 125? Uh, we'll get your take on the other side. We're stacked, so we'll get into tomorrow's baseball card with Tony Finn. We'll see what he thinks about the bounce back games. Unbelievable. Toronto come back, take the lead after spotting Oaktown, the 3-0 lead. Then they end up freaking blowing it. Chris Bassett, this guy's got to, like, rein in his rage, man. He gets too mad. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Bet. 
Friday Night Free Show. This is Portrage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. We're kicking it. Tony Finn in the house. So, uh, Tony, we are talking about best team ever. So, uh, the Reds are rolling right now. But let me ask you, a lot of people were talking about the um, the College Baseball World Series game last night being amongst yeah. the best baseball games that they've ever watched before. And I can't lie and say that I was glued to it the whole time. I was on the air. I was doing a show with a TV show at the same time of it. I was. Yeah. I bet it. I won with the under. I lost with Wake Forest, but I put more on the under. I couldn't refuse Wake Forest as the underdog. But it was a classic. Just one of those, hey, come on, man. Winner goes to the College World Series, the final, and, like, the drama, the great pitching, the extra innings. It's just it was unbelievable uh, drama. And for me, it sort of was reminiscent, actually, of the Atlanta Braves and the uh, Minnesota Twins World Series. Remember Jack yeah. Morris going to 10 innings yeah. and uh, the Braves won. To me, that's the best best baseball game I ever saw. Like, when people ask me what's the best baseball you know what I mean, without hesitant, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm a Dodger fan, too. So, like, yeah, Kirk Gibson was a great moment. And I love Earl Hershiser. And, you know, there's been a lot of great stuff and Mookie Bats and stuff. But best playoff game ever. Best game ever, Game 7, World Series, winner take all, John Schmoltz, Jack Morris, Minnesota, and it was freaking epic, scoreless in like the 10th inning type of thing. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, this is insane, man. It was so tense, every pitch. It was awesome. But people love that College World Series, and now we got an all-SEC, Florida versus LSU. I know you're not handicapping it and putting it up on your site and stuff, but personal opinion, I don't know if you feel anything. Like, LSU are a team of destiny, and they're damn good, but the Florida Gators have had a couple of days off, Tony, to set the rotation up, and that means everything in college baseball. It it does. It means a lot in college baseball. I will say this. This is what I know, this is what I trust about this game, this series, these two teams, and that is that uh, some of the the pundits that I – share information with the beat writers in that area they they don't even they don't even consider lsu a college baseball team they they consider them the minor leagues of major league baseball that's how that with that coaching staff and with that system down there they believe that this team is that good that prepared um that talented and now that doesn't always win talent doesn't always win the best team doesn't always win right gabe but um I want to, when I heard that uh, last couple of nights, I've been doing a little more work on uh, as far as due diligence and researching LSU, and um, it's it is a, it's an interesting interesting program right now there, and and, and a program that probably now rivals uh, the Miami teams, uh, Wichita State teams, uh, with uh, with the, an old a nice Toronto uh, Blue Jay that play probably the most famous Wichita State player. But that said. Um, I, you're right. I don't handicap them, but I sure as hell enjoyed last night's game. You know, Davis said that home run was uh, the, the the fans, the, the family, all that kind of stuff that's involved. Who did in, Ben uh, Sheets over. play for? This <laughs> made me think for summer. I'm like Ben Sheets. <laughs> but anyways, um, I know it popped in my head randomly there. I know my yeah, boy know. Brad Wilkerson was a Florida Gator though, and um, yeah. now the New York Yankees hitting coach. But um, former Montreal Expo, Florida Gator national champion, U.S. Olympian gold medalist. Florida Gators are minus 135 tomorrow night in game one, 7 o'clock Eastern. The total is 10. I hit the undertone in all three games with Wake Forest and LSU, and uh, they cashed. They all stayed under the number. Um, This could be a little bit higher scoring. They're saving their aces, these teams, for the later part here, obviously. If needed, that's what's interesting about this, but... Everybody's talking about LSU because they've been the dramatic ones, but this Florida Gator team is good, bro. Yes, they are. But, um, listen, this—that's the one thing about College World Series. It's just for the record. I like the Gators a, tomorrow. I'm taking the Gators okay. in Game One, minus one thirty-five. Well, I guess uh, we'll have a friendly next time we see each other. I'll bet you uh, your shot of your choice, my shot of my choice. Uh, I'll take. How about we bet? We'll bet an F one. We'll bet uh, winner uh, loser pays for the F one tickets in Vegas. Um, well, let me. Okay, uh, honey, can I, re- can I get a second mortgage on the house, please? Yes, Tony. I thought you were going to say yeah. And I was going to say, oh, by the way, that's that's five thousand yeah. twenty five hundred each. That's five thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, that's, that's why I yelled at her. Yeah, I better yell at her. Yeah. <laughs> so you you like LSU tomorrow? You're saying you like LSU plus one. I'll take them. I'll take LSU. Yeah. I mean, they're better. They're better. Let's just wait. One guy said to me, they're better than some MLB farm teams. That's how that, that system. They're, they're, they're better. 
And when and then you know, of course, I get goosebumps when he starts to say stuff like that because uh, um, just good stuff, good stuff. And I'm interested in the game, excited for it, absolutely. All right, let's talk some Major League uh, Baseball. What do you think of the uh, this England stuff here? Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals. Last time we were in England, the Yankees and Red Sox put up 50 runs in two games. They moved the fences back about seven feet. I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make. What's your take on this? Well, I, I, I'll say this. This is one thing that I know. You can, you can, you can basically, you know, it's this in concrete. It's, it's probably not going to be highest scoring as the, the games were in Mexico City. I cashed the under in the second one. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew you. I, why did I know that you were going to bring that one up? Yeah, the under was it was eighteen. What was the total in that game? What was it? Yeah, I didn't bet the first one. Everybody like, know, ran to the window two days in a row. It's like no, no, no. I waited. I waited it out, and then I jumped in. And I hit the under, but the total is fourteen in this game here. I'm not ready to yeah. bet the under though, Tony. Fourteen. No. It's Steele versus uh, Wainwright. Who do you who do you think wins the game? The Cubs or the Cardinals? Oh. Well, I really like. Listen, I really like Steele. Um, I really like the Cubs and, and uh, Wainwright. I've, I, you know, if there's Cardinal fans listening, I, you know, I'm going to apologize to you right now, but I've, I've said for a couple of years I thought Wainwright should be uh, coaching, getting ready to manage the team because he seems to be that kind of a player, uh, that, you know, that catcher that turns into a manager, or Wainwright, the pitcher that turns into a manager because he's got a. a a terrific baseball IQ, high baseball IQ. This guy's, uh, you know, he's pitching right now off IQ. Definitely not off his 88-mile-an-hour fastball. Uh, sinker. It's two-seamer. So, that said, you know, Wainwright used to be the guy that if, you, if, his, if his curveball was on, you weren't going to hit him. And he didn't have that pitch anymore. I like Steele. I like the Steele left-hander. The St. Louis is a hit-and-miss team. Um, they aren't as good against left-handers as they have been the last couple of years. And as hard as they hit the ball – one of the top five hard contact teams in baseball. They are like Kansas City and some of the other teams. Cannot bunch them. Cannot. Uh, they they can't cluster those hits and score runs. And and uh, give me Chicago and steal, baby. What do you think, Tony, of the San Diego offensive explosion over the last couple of nights? And you know, to me, San Diego, Seattle. There's a few teams I want to ask you about like this. So. Sure. At some point, some of these teams are going to come alive. And now with the, the weather changing, the ball's flying more, and eventually guys that are cold, the numbers will even out and stuff. But, you you know, you also can't overreact because the team puts up 20-plus runs in a couple of days. They can go cold again. But let's start off with San Diego. You're usually generally pretty glass half empty, more so than full with this baseball team. I thought the price yeah. was ridiculous tonight. So I didn't bet the game. I couldn't trust them at that number. I didn't trust them on the run line. Now they're minus 200 tomorrow. But is this, a, is, is this sort of a buy sign on San Diego that their bats come alive over the weekend against Washington? Well, I think so. I think uh, it's just not San Diego. I think when you said is it a buy sign, I think there's several, um, several things or situations or variables that are going on in Major League Baseball right now. Maybe they're getting used to the new rules of the team. Some teams starting to kind of crumble. But, I mean, the Giants, they put together a five-run fifth tonight um, to beat the Diamondbacks. And, and what, look at it. Look, now they're only, what, two and a half games out of first place behind Arizona. And here's the Dodgers uh, basically holding serve. Dude, the D-backs are going to start to lose some games, Tony, over the next couple I of weeks. Agree. The Dodgers are about to start winning some games. Just, there's a and, and reality the check coming. Yeah, I agree. I think, and here come the Padres, I think, as well. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, boom, like, taking over, but I think they're, this horse is starting to wake up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I could agree more. It's a group that finally appears healthy and kind of in sync back and, you know, the the, the, crew, the old gang is back um, from whatever suspensions and uh, PEDs and whatever you want. But they're back. <laughs> the and, they're, and they're ready to make a suspensions run, and PEDs. You know? <laughs> it's not like they're the Miami Hurricanes of the 80s here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think, listen, I think it's a two-horse race in this division. I still think I'm still – of the belief that it's the Dodgers, like you just mentioned, and a lot of people laugh at me when I say this. I said, "Look how bad this bullpen's been. This, the, 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 you know, they're starting rotation. They can't give you a healthy. Hell, it, it reminds me. It reminds me of Atlanta. To be honest with you, Atlanta's I think the best team in baseball right now, offensively, no doubt about it. But listen, they got issues with their pitching rotation. They do the Dodgers yeah. as well. Although the Dodgers are deeper, 
Uh, I don't know if they're deeper. We've seen the kids from Atlanta already come up. I mean, um, they've already brought three guys up that uh, they can be good and they can also be bad like they were tonight. Uh, so this, this Padres group's healthy and ready to make that second half run to the top half of this, at the top half of this division right now. And it's going to be, everyone listen, it's going to be fun. This, this is the best time of the summer is the, after the All-Star break, that run for the Fall Classic, getting ready for football. I can't wait. What about Seattle, sort of a similar team? Expectations yep. were high coming into the year. They haven't really strung it together. They're always just lingering around 500, right? It's literally been like 14, 15 times that Seattle have been yeah. playing from a game under. I saw the other night. There's like 14 time. If they win, they'll be back to 500 again type of deal. Yet, yeah. Rodriguez hasn't had a good year, right? Like, they haven't really strung anything together. Their pitchers have been mediocre. Nothing's really been good for them, yet they're right in the mix, and they haven't gone on a run. And this is a Seattle thing, Tony. They do this the last two years they've done this. They've been a 500 to sub-500 team, and then boom, bro, July, August, September, they go on a freaking tear. And I'm just wondering, I'm not saying it's that tear now, but sort of like San Diego, suddenly the last two nights, Seattle's bats have really come alive. Well, I've got, I'll tell you this. Um, if you t- tell me if this is accurate, because I wrote a little bit of something, I'll just, I'll paraphrase what I wrote. But, but basically, I said the Seattle squad's not postseason worthy, primarily because they are not I ready agree to make that. your employee. Yeah, or, or they're not ready to make the employee strategy or theory. That's time-tested, and it fits their player personnel. If, if there was a postseason hopeful in a vanilla envelope uh, that holds a bundle of joy, you know, the, the World <laughs> Series, e.g. the roster that swing for the fences with plastic bats and believe giving way and out to be situational is oh, yeah, yeah. They're terrible situational yeah, hitters, aren't right. they? Like Horrible. But- Dude, did they, I don't know if you have the number in front of you. Like, they swing at the first pitch a lot, too. <laughs> a lot. And they strike out a lot. Um, they're a free swinging club, but you know, we've, we've it's funny. I just had a vision of Cam earlier this week. He, they were, well, he was during the Yankee game. We were live on the air and he's like, God, this team is stupid. He was getting so mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, do you remember last, you mentioned last year's club for Seattle. If I told you, and, and no one's really going to know this. You might, the diehard Emma baller, uh, or part, maybe the men's fan base. But did you realize going into tonight? after 73 games, that this Seattle team was two games better in the standing than last year. That's what I'm saying. This is like, don't write them off yet. Well, the I believe it's, <laughs> it's a log jam. It's a NASCAR log jam, bro, at the top for the, the, the wild card. A lot of work left to be done. A lot of baseball left to be played. More with Tony Finn on the other side. This is Portrait. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Man, these uh, baseball games and 30-minute recap things are really annoying if you lost money on the game. 
<laughs> I'm fucking around. I'm like, man, I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of what happened. I don't need to see it again, Nick, you know? All right, we're at that time right now when the games are pretty much done here in North America. We might have to go international uh, hunting a little bit later on. I'm flicking around here. It's got to be wrestling on or something. There we go. Friday Night Smackdown. It's a hard watch, even with the sound down. But um, let's let's give it a shot here and see what see what we got. We got Tony Finn in the house with us. So Tony, the Dodgers get it done that? tonight. Why are you doing this? Well, you're doing that. I wanted to mention you talked about Seattle, and I wrote, I wanted to oh, mention yeah, yeah. this because I, I want your opinion, and that is uh, Seattle. They, they were 36-37 going into tonight. Now 37-37, right? Yep. Um, 88 games remain in this. Uh, 88 games remaining in the season now. Between now and August 14th, um, Seattle has 40 games. And the period and the number of teams inside those 40 games that they play, 38 of the 40 games, 38 of the 40 are against teams with winning records. Ooh. So what happens to Seattle in the next 40 games, Gabe? You know, I think they can battle through, actually. I think Seattle can okay. fight through. I think they can get a pop, Tony, from the All-Star game being in Seattle, too. Maybe, yeah. little well, enthusiasm maybe. around the city. If they can get hot going into it, and but that's tough. But put it this way. Are the Seattle Mariners making the playoffs? No, I say they are not. Oh, They're not. Bet the future right now. I think you can get my – I don't know what it was. I looked at it last week and uh, because I did some up future updates, and, and uh, I'm with you. I was I looked at that I stared at that no and that minus basically that minus number for quite some time because we're not the only ones that don't believe they're going to make it. All right, so up right now as of right now, Seattle Mariners. Yeah, it's pricey now, minus four fifty to the no. Yeah. You know what's an interesting one? It was plus two ten Yankees. Man, they're down to plus one fifty right now. No Yankees make the playoffs. <laughs> Good reason. I'm not sure. I don't think they will. I don't think the Yankees I are going to make the playoffs. What, 11 and a half games in the first place with good teams in that division. I think you're right. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.